right now, man, uh, if that wasn't exhausting enough, May, may we, unfortunately, Memorial Day, the unfortunate thing happened. Um, the brother George Floyd lost his life due to negligence and just straight up disrespect and cruelty from the police officers. And that led to a spark. Um, we also saw the reignite of, you know, bringing attention to the death of Breonna Taylor and so many others. Um, it, it started these conversations that needed to happen in the workplace. Um, we've, and obviously I have another book to plug. Y'all know I, I always look out for my friends. This one being my former professor, the great Dr. Alyssa Richardson. She wrote a book called Bearing Witness While Black. And it's something that's important because it says African-Americans, smartphones, and the protest, hashtag journalism. And it just makes you think about if there was no cell phones to capture these, how many more people we wouldn't know about, you know? Um, in a uh, April, I believe it was Amar uh, Avery who lost his life because some fake ass citizen police officers decided to put things in their own hands. And I can't believe I just cursed on my own show to actually look at me because like, oh, I do it all the time. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but they decided to put things in their own hands and, and take this young man's life. Uh, I know we talked about it earlier and anybody jump in. Uh, these conversations, do you think we will see change? We're seeing a lot of our particularly white counterparts asking, what can they do? How can they educate themselves? Quite frankly, we've been telling people for the longest time and our grandparents and our parents and our great-grandparents, aunts and uncles have been saying, life isn't fair. Black people are being held back. There's many talented black people that's not getting the same opportunity. Do you think we'll see change? <sighs> We're starting to see some little bits of change here and there with certain laws being passed and certain bills being put forth in front of Congress and stuff like that. But I think it's, it's definitely going to have to, um, there, there's definitely going to be more changes across the board. You know, it has to come from local state and local state and government and work its way all the way up to the federal level as well, because there are certain things that are still amongst us in society that resemble uh, racism, bigotry, and hatred, and, and inequality among the U.S. Uh, prime example, Confederate statues, the Confederate flag, all that needs to come down. There's no place for it in sports. There's no place for it in the workplace. There's no place for it in society because all of that stuff reminds people of a time that we're trying to get past and move forward from. And seeing those things constantly always reminds us of where we were instead of us trying to look forward to a better future and a brighter tomorrow. But um, in light of the recent deaths of Ahmad and Brianna and George and, um, and some of the other folks that we've lost to along the way, we, for some reason, this particular instance or instances has sparked outrage globally. Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's, it's, it's safe to say that, you know, when Trayvon was murdered, 
it sparked an outrage amongst the black community. But then when we saw George lose his life on Facebook Live, that somehow resonated with everybody just a little bit more. Can't quite figure out why, but I'm glad that, you know, we get, we are seeing the reaction of it now. And we're definitely seeing a lot more people. And as a matter of fact, we're seeing a lot more white allies come up for us to get some of these laws changed and get these statues pulled down in DC and in the South. And we are starting to see a lot of, a lot more companies, you know, finally speak up for their black employees and um, black, the whole black community as a whole. So I think we are moving in the right direction of seeing some change. So I'm going to piggyback off of that because I've actually asked my question, asked that question to myself a lot. What makes this different? Mm-hmm. Eight minutes and 46 seconds. Think about that. Think about how long that is that you are kneeling on a person's body, killing them that person calling out for his life, calling on his mother who's deceased, telling you he can't breathe, telling you that you're killing him. People are standing around telling you you're killing this man. And you had time. If at any of that point, the, the cop, Derek Chauvin, decided to get himself off and to check his, George Floyd's pulse, George Floyd might still be alive. So what I, when I think of the fact that in the past, because we know we are in a culture where people are quick to dismiss things, they're quick to dismiss harassment. They're quick to dis- dismiss discrimination. You cannot dismiss the fact this man was in the car handcuffed, in the police car. First of all, it's all over $20. Let's just backtrack and just let that sink in. All this is over $20. Meanwhile, we've seen whole serial killers get walked out of schools, out of churches, out of whatever shooting they have just did, handcuffed, and get Burger King. This man <laughs> over $20 lost his life. So the, to see in, in this instance, all that played out. Nobody steps in. Nobody tells him to stop. And this man, this father, this uncle, this brother is dead. You cannot dismiss this. In the past, even with Trayvon Martin, self-defense, stand your ground. They, they, we've got all the rules in the book that we can pull out to defend why someone is okay and justified as a white person to kill an unarmed black person. But in this instance, it was not a split second. Okay. There have been cases where it's a split second. You can argue or attempt to argue, because that's still, I cannot argue it, that you acted out of fear and you didn't mean to pull the trigger. You didn't mean to shoot Breonna Taylor eight times and kill her when she was in her bed sleeping. You didn't mean to shoot Ahmaud Arbery when you were wrestling him with him after he was just going out for a jog. Eight minutes and 46 seconds. You had plenty of time. You knew what you were doing. And to make it worse, you're on camera doing it, knowing people are watching you kill a man, and you had the audacity to not stop because you think you're above the law so much you can continue. That's why people are outraged. What a hand you in cannot the pocket. dismiss this. You cannot argue this. And what makes it worse, that's pissing me off now, is to see companies, they post the black square. They post their little company. We don't stand for this. We don't tolerate racism and discrimination. What are you actually doing to make a difference? Look at your boardroom. Look at the people in your positions of power. How many of them are anything other than a white man? Anything. Give me any other demographic, female, Spanish, black, anything. How many of them are other than a white man in your, in your boardroom, in your, your CEO, your people of, of power? So not only is it sparking outrage because you can't dismiss it, but I'm hoping it's going to continue to spark outrage because right now people are dancing around, making change, but no changes has actually happened. Where are the police officers from all these cases? Where are the people that actually pulled the trigger in these cases? 
what's being done? Are we actually going to have them be charged or are they going to get a slap on the wrist, get fired where they get their pension and, and paid leave, which is basically a paid retirement and get to go on with their lives? Or are we actually going to make something happen? Action needs to happen. And I think now people are finally sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we want to see change instead of just this back and forth cycle that we've had, as Brian said, our parents, our grandparents, our great grandparents all live through this. So the time is now, but I think people are finally woke and seeing that, okay, mom, dad, if I'm white, I can't dismiss this. The Confederate flag has got to go, NASCAR, all these, these racism, signs of racism and institutionalized racism has to go because the system is as flawed as it can get. Yeah, I think just to follow up off what Renee said, the time is, I always, one of my favorite quotes, the time is always now to do what's right. Should have been now. I think Renee, you have to, I really sat through eight minutes and 46 seconds. You can really just see how long that is. And then that video just constantly kept traumatizing us and made it worse. A young girl had to record it, ended up getting death threats because she recorded a man dying and saw an injustice. I mean, it's sickening. These cases need to make their way to the United States Department of Justice. It's sad that we have to continue to yell and scream and shout to fall on deaf ears. And finally, for the first time it's been touched on, we have allies where we're not the only ones in the room saying, look, black lives matter. They should have always matter and they need to always matter. But my life should be just as important as yours. And it should have happened before. Brandon touched on it. There's way too many names. There's way too many names. And there's names that we're not going to know. They're names that they didn't get the media attention. And for me especially, I think we're starting to see baby steps and change, but actions will always speak louder than words. So yes, we see the Confederate flag emblem stepping down. My family, half my family's from Mississippi. When I say all of my family went to the Mississippi State Capitol to see that Confederate flag emblem taken down, that was an mm -hmm. important moment in history. If you've been down south, mm -hmm. I've lived down south. The Confederate flag is a hurtful, hurtful. Mm -hmm. This was tyranny against this country. These are people who backtraded this country, tried to, tried to basically say, we're right. We want to keep people enslaved. I worked for NASCAR. I never thought in 2013 when I was working for NASCAR that I would see the day that the Confederate flag was not allowed in a race where people weren't smiling at me with a Confederate flag emblem on them or waving a flag. We're starting to see baby steps. We see in DC, we see Black Lives Matter Plaza. I mean, DC is not Chocolate City, but to see a gentrified no. city with Black Lives Matter in the middle of it with a Black mayor at that, a Black female mayor. And then also I think what people need to remember too, to really make change, we also need to vote, all right? I posted a picture, I waited mine four and a half hours to vote. And mind you, I would have waited eight and a half hours, 12 hours if need be. Some people waited longer than me. People died for our right to vote. You have to vote because we have people in power who I hope you're following and seeing what they're saying about these situations are dead right wrong. Ugh. They're on the wrong side of history. Voting is one of the most basic human rights that we have and to not take advantage of that. But I think now the reason why attention is being drawn to it is because you can't ignore it. George Floyd was everywhere. His death was everywhere. His murder was everywhere by a person that was supposed to protect and serve. I think Ice Cube said it best have the authority to kill a minority and that's been constantly mm -hmm. happening mm -hmm. constantly happening where we grow up why do we have to grow up and our parents have to tell us all right if you get pulled over by a cop this is what you have to do why did i have to grow up in a home where my parents were scared if i would come home simply because of how i look you know it's, what, it's like, disgusting and i think about you brian said... as a dad like it, it's hard it's tough and we have to raise our children like that. i'm scared honestly to bring a child into this world people ask me all the time do, you have kids? do i want to bring a kid into this world as it is now i don't know this is one scared. of those things like um uh i think it i, I want to say it was cameron jordan i might be wrong but i remember it was an athlete said that he asked his coach about was he showing the children what was going on he said no i just turned on 
car- the cartoons so yes. they don't have to deal with it. And he said, we don't have that same uh, fortune. And I will say this, as a parent, it's not as scary as it sounds raising a child in this world. And Ashley May can jump on that too. Um, it's different with a boy, you you know, with my son, he's being he's 10 years old. I showed him not the George Floyd video, but I showed him some of the others. Um, I showed him where our officer was roughing up somebody. And my simple words to him was, I love you, they don't. I'm hard on you. I don't want you talking back to me because, okay, I'm going to discipline you, but it's going to be with love. They're going to just throw you down, throw you on the street. They're not going to care if they hurt you. And, and, and that's the thing when I, I, I think about all of these things that's going on. You know, you brought up the Confederate flag. I was riding back from Virginia and I'm riding and I look across the highway and I see like this big, the big one, the huge one that's yeah. on the highway. I used to always yeah. come back from Charlotte. Huh? I used to always have to drive by, by, drive by that coming back from Charlotte. If you guys have been through back through Virginia, that's why I knew you were talking about, Brian. It's yeah. huge. It's it, big as day. It is. And I'm like, why though? Like they lost, <laughs> they, they lost you. You don't, and, and people said this, and I'm gonna say it too. You don't go to Germany and see no statues of Hitler. No. <laughs> you know, and you don't see nothing that represents what he stood for. And I just don't understand how this place can be so doggone backwards. You understand it. Um, <laughs> You really understand. off of Brian. I feel like we all piggybacking off of each other, but you know. That's the point, I, you know. Yeah. I, I have, but not like, <laughs> oh, we all like, oh, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm, piggyback mm-hmm. off of, or I'm just going to, just going to tap into what, anyway. So, you know, I, I, as Brian mentioned, I have kids, you know, and y'all know that I had to have a conversation with my kids when all of this was happening. Um, I have a son and a daughter. Um, and, you know, I really, obviously I had the conversation with my daughter, but it was just of, it was very essential to have a conversation with my son and to have him kind of grasp it as much as he knows how he's, he's eight. And so it wasn't an easy conversation, but luckily he's, he's such an advanced eight, like his mind, you know, so, you know, you know, talking to me about it for the entire day and asking questions and, you know, it was just some tough questions that I didn't even have answers to. You know what I'm saying? And y'all know me. Y'all know I throw on an episode of Magic School Bus in a minute to answer some questions that even <laughs> have, but, you know, it ain't, no, it ain't no episode on that. Magic School Bus ain't teaches about that. So, you know. Did it, you take them to protest? I did not. See, I didn't take mine Rome, either. Rome, Rome, it's alive and well. Right. Um, my yeah. wife went, though, and yeah. I explained to the children why their mother was out there. Mm. You know, yeah. explaining to them that yeah. We don't have equal rights. We on paper, we do, but in reality, we don't. Um, so I explained to them things with my my kids too, Brian. Yeah. So this is, um, you know, and and guess what? I wouldn't trade being black in for a million dollars. Nothing. You know, Brian, Brandon, Brian, you, you, uh, (laughs) I always get to mix up. You, you ask, you know is it going to change? Mm-hmm. And um, as y'all all said, baby steps, things are happening. I saw, a, I saw a, a meme on Instagram or whatever, and it was just the realest thing I've ever seen in my life. All of this stuff they're making, all of these laws they're trying to pass, the Confederate flags are taking down, the statues. I mean, these mofos act like Black people just came out. You've been here. 
We've been here. Right? And we built this country oh, for free. Like yeah. I said, none of this should have ever <laughs> been allowed. And to quote one of my favorite rappers, you know, Tupac, you know, he said, uh, pull a, what, pull a trigger, kill a, he's a hero. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like literally that these, these police officers, and there are some, there are some good police officers. I mean, I have police officers, you know, that are cousins that are in my family and I have uncles that are police officers and stuff like that. But we're talking about obviously the ones that just think that they are just so above the law. I don't think that we are not going to be here to witness the true change. My kids aren't going to be here to witness the true change. Maybe their kids will, you know, maybe my grandchildren will, or my great grandkids will, but it's just so much work to be done. It's so much work to be done. And got when did slavery end? How many years ago? And we got nowhere. And technically, let's be but honest, yeah. the prison industrial system is a form of slavery. But mm-hmm. I was right. Mm-hmm. But I digress. That's what always gets me because people always say, is change gonna happen? Like I, I hear that question so much. Like, yes, change is always happening. We're always evolving. But today's issues that we're dealing with are no different than what the KKK and lynchings were. And it's no different than when slave owners would catch slaves and cut their feet off for trying to run or burn their eyes for trying to read. It's just evolved. So it's the same type of crime. We're still being held back and oppressed because of what we look like. But essentially, it's still the same issues. So Mm -hmm. yes, we can vote. We can go to school. We're allowed to read and write. We're allowed to have equal opportunity. But at the end of the day, are we really equal? Yeah, I don't. I know we all have to leave our homes, and actually, you don't have to leave your house to be scary anymore. You could be sitting eating ice cream, and someone busting your door and do whatever they want. So it's just also understanding these are centuries. Our country, what people seem to forget, is founded off of what slavery, hatred, violence, discrimination, murder, rape, pillaging. It's not founded off of equal opportunity in the land of the home and the free. This land, and And our did not come here equally by choice. They were dragged over and they're fortunate that they were the ones that survived the boat and did not jump off or drown or anything else on the way over to be here. But this country is not found. That's why this whole make America. And I'm not going to get into it too much, but I'm going to just touch on it. Go for it. Make America great again to what? It was never Mm -hmm. great for me. It was never great for y'all. It was never great for our ancestors. My mom growing Mm -hmm. up with a cross burning on her lawn was probably not something she enjoyed as a little black girl in America. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but we need to not try to go back to anything normal there is no normal's not good we can change all together and i'm gonna say this and i don't know if you want to move forward after this just to say what you were saying renee just to top that off um i I, shout out to the ones that did go out and protest um i will say this and when i say this i'm not talking about the most recent ancestors we are not our ancestors we're not just gonna take it you know what i'm saying we're not just gonna you know what I'm saying? I mean, I have so many friends, so many people that I know, like folks are going out here getting guns, folks is out here getting stuff registered, folks is out here. I mean, I would hate to think that we're on like the brink of a civil war, um, a well, a racial, you know, war. It, 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 because I'm hearing so much, like I listen to the radio every day and just so many people post the craziest things. Um, we are not our ancestors. I'm gonna say this though. I'm, I, I understand what you're saying right there. I'm gonna say this because we do know that uh, the, um, the school system ran by the white man has a great yes. way of whitewashing things. We are not where our ancestors re- have been reported Bingo. because they tell us mm-hmm. all the time that, yeah. you know, they were so peaceful and whatnot. They don't tell you that they were provoked, that there yeah. was some that fought back. They don't tell you that, 
oh yeah, Martin Luther King was peaceful and the protest was peaceful and it was the cops that poured the sent the dogs and poured the hoses on Water it. They don't tell you that. They don't tell you about Black Wall Street where black people had their businesses and it was I've just learned I'm gonna be honest with you. I just learned about Tulsa uh, the, um, two, Ooh, three Saturdays man. ago. And somebody may say, well, you should have learned it. You should have did your research, whatever. Yeah. But I just learned about it. Shout out to my good friend, Tyrone Best. He told me about it. He said, man, read it, watch it. It's deep. Black people had X, Y, Z, and they came in and took it. You know, And that's the reason why the Thunder never win a championship, because the city's cursed. That's the mm. reason why you lost the two greatest and players. And segregated still. And segregated still. To this day, there's a black side, there's a white side. And let's be honest, that's most cities. And yes, our public school system is broken. Our black children mm -hmm. are hurting. They're being passed through these grades, being set up for not to not to succeed. And it's it's so disheartening. And like you said, I mean, the whole reason I made it a point in college, I wanted to get my I got my certificate in African American studies because I knew what I got in school, going to white schools, they were not teaching me about everything. And I made this point on the show another day. There's a reason why there's no school named after Nat Turner. There's a reason why they probably Oof, don't not, not come on, that's just somebody. one example, yes. and that's just one person. And think about it, here in Virginia, we had black kids going to a school named after Robert E. Lee. Yeah. And just ah, finally, yeah. the school board woke up and said, oh my gosh, let's vote. Why do we have a school named after Robert E. Lee? And if you don't know who <laughs> Robert E. Lee is, do your history You're the problem. for another show. But it's a big <laughs> issue. But, I mean, we're constantly reminded with these statues and things of people People who kept us enslaved in this beautiful constitution you mm -hmm. guys reference, we were considered property. Human mm. beings. But it's our property. history. It's, no, it's, it's passionate about the problem. Because it's a huge problem. Like, yes, I work in sports, but education is a huge thing for me because we know if you do not, my favorite quote from Oprah Winfrey, you know, um, oh, I can go on a lot of Oprah Winfrey quotes. But, anyways, um, mm. Tim getting heated, but I say all this to say our education system. That was getting heated, y'all. Ooh. Our babies need to learn and we need to be those people. And as parents, like, thank gosh, I had two black parents that taught me black history. Only let me play with black Barbie dolls. Shout out to my dad going to an HBCU. I learned the importance of our historically black colleges and universities. And where did he go? Grambling State University. You know, I have to say that. <laughs> she said every, listen to a Every day, every time. That she, you know I listen. <laughs> you know I listen. <laughs> he does. He does. But it's important. And even now, I mean, if we, it's probably another conversation. But our HBCUs are really hurting. They are mm -hmm. really, really hurting. And Brandon can talk to this. Shout out to him being a recent graduate of Bowie State University. But there's just so the much Bowie history State. that, of course, our oppressors are not going to teach us because the oppressor does not want to teach the oppressed. And I'll leave it there. And that's well, the problem. I'm, I've got one line. I've got one quick thing, I promise <laughs> <Okay>. you. <laughs> Is it going to be? Look, fun? yes. <laughs> I, they, I heard and I've seen that state prisons base their budgeting off of third grade reading scores. Yep. That's why third LeBron James. Grade, they are already judging mm -hmm. and assuming that our black kids are going to be headed straight to that pipeline of prison. So when we're learning in school about the great Columbus Day and the great Thanksgiving and all these great things that we celebrate, the fact that nobody knows what Juneteenth really means and nobody really knows about the Tulsa riots, but we can celebrate Thanksgiving and Columbus Day and we have statues and schools and streets named after slave owners is a problem. That that was my quick tidbit. Well, it's the truth, and you know that's the thing. When people call the police. Brandon's trying to jump in here. No, he, he's like, he, Brandon, he, 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 listen. He, he, like, go to the bathroom, sir. He look like gotta go to the bathroom. Bathroom, bathroom, And I gotta say this, you know, the thing is, when you have people calling the police, you're simply telling Aaron. us we want you dead. Yeah, when you got 
Karens and Kens going out there calling the police because I'm sitting there taking my kids for a walk in a neighborhood where I pay a mortgage or where, you know, we sitting out there having a barbecue and yeah, we loud, we real loud. Cause that's what we like. We like life. And you're going to pick up the phone and call. You're saying, Oh, I'm tired of them not doing this. I want them dead because they know the results. They know police like to beat us down and then they get mad, you know? And that's the thing nowadays, you know, we, we're not doing what our, it was reported that they reported that our ancestors did. We stepping up and we swinging. Yep. And we, you know what the thing is? We're swinging with education. That's the thing. Right, and I really feel now because I'm so mad I forgot it. Oh, I forgot Lord. It earlier because I messed up Oprah Winfrey's quote. I can't do that. And my favorite quote from Oprah Winfrey <laughs> education is the key to unlocking the world a passport to freedom. I end every single email with that quote because that is powerful. That's why she has the school in Africa. This is why we need to make sure all of our babies are also not just in school, but educated by people that look like us. It's a problem that we all can probably count on one hand if you had a black teacher or a teacher that even looked like you or at least had a little bit of melanin. It's a bigger problem. But I digress. Well, Oprah need to help us out too with some more black teachers. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Well, 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 amen and hallelujah to ahead, all of that. <laughs> Pastor Williams over here. I love Pastor Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Williams. <laughs> okay, Kelsey touched on a lot of things that <laughs> Sorry, Brian. really just no, sparked you're good. me up. I love it. Yes, I am a graduate of the Bowie State University, the oldest HBCU in the state of Maryland. For those of you that did not know that. Um, I and I and I put this out when it, and pertain when it pertains to how the educational system is set up, specifically for, for Prince George's County. I can count on one hand how many black history teachers I had or black teachers I had, period. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know about Tulsa until honestly this past semester when we had to cover that in a chapter in our history book. I did not know about Emmett Till until I got to community college. Mm-hmm. I, I did not know about Nat Turner until I got to community college. All of this information and stuff that I should have learned in grade school was just whitewashed and I was told something totally different. Yeah, they mentioned MLK and Harriet Tubman and Thurgood Marshall and all that great stuff, but they didn't talk about the Nat Turners and the Tulsas and the riots that were going on during the uh, civil rights movement. They didn't tell us about how Bill O'Connor put the dogs and the hoses on black people during the riots in Alabama and stuff like that. Mm. They didn't tell us about how people that looked like us went through training, literally went through a training, got spat on, drugged, punched, kicked, all everything, thing like that. Because during the time of segregation in Jim Crow, they would try to go into these segregated restaurants and uh, coffee shops and bars and stuff like that. And they would not get served. And if they tried to go in there, they would get arrested. So what some uh, black folks did was they trained up kids and teenagers as a way of protest, as a way of protesting against that. I did not know, know about that until yet again, I got to community college. Reported. So, right. It was reported that all of that, you know, had went down from their perspective. Now let's get to the biggest lie that was told in grade school history classes. Mr. Christopher Columbus, you discover Native Americans. That, 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 that's, that's all you discover was another group of people that were already inhabiting a land that was already taken. Then you don't even want to talk about how uh, 
the Englishmen came from their land, came over here, saw it, wiped out the Native Americans, then came over to Africa and dragged us across the pond to go over here and build this joint for free. But like they were we saving them. Well, saving us from what? We were kings and they were saving queens. Everybody. They took us from Wakanda. Yeah. Exactly. That's out. Like they were the great white knight. Like they were the great Which white savior of this. And it, it don't matter. Just cross it. <laughs> Wakanda forever. I almost but, did fine. I almost did the um the D- DX. DX. <laughs> <laughs> Can I add something real quick? Really Can I add something real quick? I'm gonna buy. Yes. While you were all talking about Tulsa, if you also don't know about Rosewood in Florida, do your history and do your research. A very another important black community that was doing very well until mm-hmm. a white mob came and attacked it. All right, I digress. If oh, you need African history lessons, yeah, my nah, DMs are open. It. There's so many. There's so there many. There are so many instances. Is that there are so many that we don't know about, and it's because not every you have to go to a historian at a HBCU almost to get the correct information. All right. Yeah. So let's uh, get ready to move on. Um, before we touch on the thing that's got Zoom so popular, and that is the thing called the Rona. Renee, <laughs> go ahead and uh, <laughs> tell us about Beyond the Headlines. Is it my turn? hurry up you're moving on you're gonna get kicked to the back of the line oh shoot okay so beyond the headlines with renee washington is a show that airs each and every wednesday starting at 12 p.m eastern time on fox sports 96.9 fm 1340 a.m all your streaming platforms and honestly i look to have these same types of conversations so it's exactly how it sounds we're going deeper beyond the headlines to talk sports news music entertainment positive vibes getting to know so many b- stories that we just don't get to talk about enough so you can tune in every week i've got lots of segments i've got some great interviews lined up with some uh, big name big heavy hitters so that's all i'll say about that you have to of course listen to catch it but yeah each and every wednesday you can check it out beyond the headlines and make sure you subscribe and add that to your podcast platforms as she just said thanks for joining in coming up on the next episode we discuss how sports has been affected by COVID-19. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Simply go on Apple, Google, or Spotify, wherever you're listening to right now, quite frankly, if you're not watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and make sure you share it with a friend. And remember, do not let anybody put up a glass ceiling that you can't break through. This podcast is brought to you by B Waters Productions, which you can find on Instagram at B Waters Productions, and it's edited by B Waters Productions. And the music is brought to you by Hypno Beats.